0: Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, co-creator, best mystery writer ever, Cammy.
1: Hey, Cami. Hey, Bryant. How are you?
0: How's it? I'm. Oh, you beat me to it. I'm. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, June has proven to be quite hectic uh, so far. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so it's been wild. We're we're usually ahead of it. We're not too far behind. I wouldn't say we're really even behind, but. Um, Yeah. We've got a fun story, though, today. We're going Greek, so it's going to be a little straightforward. I'm not going to rehash a lot of the stuff that I talk about at the end since we've hit the Greek myth a lot. But we're talking about Iphigenia, which is a nice story that goes to the deep roots of Greek mythology, um, the Greek story in general. That's what we do on Mystery. Remember, we pick uh, lots of different tales and topics. We'll, we'll give you a story. Cammie is going to give you a story of Iphigenia, and then we'll have a little discussion about some of the history behind it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, David, one of our big fans, he recommended this to us. How long ago, Cammie?
1: It was like when he first started listening.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is a great one we've hit a lot of the big ones slowly that surely the the small ones like hercules brother and stuff like that are coming and those are really fun and this is a, a really cool one too and i'm i like the evolution of it so anyway cammy please regale us with your story
1: absolutely so i used the source iphigenia et alas by euripides from classics.mit.edu and i also used an article because that was a play that i had to read <laughs> the oh, school <laughs> right that's uh, great so it was from alcation.com the story of iphigenia in greek mythology by colin Quatermain. daughter of the great king agamemnon and spartan queen Clytemnestra, iphigenia knew of sacrifice for duty she spent her days learning the ways of a princess until her uncle's wife helen was kidnapped and taken to troy by the haughty paris Her father readied his fleets and was given command of the armies of Greece, but the men could not sail. The winds fought against them, so the kings held conference and sent their leader to Calchas, the all-knowing, to learn what actions they could take to change fate. He prayed to the divines and they came back with an answer. Artemis was wounded, not her body, but her pride. There was only one answer, a sacrifice, a human sacrifice, a maiden, The most beautiful and skillful among the daughters of the kings, Iphigenia. Agamemnon looked for other answers, but mortals are helpless to the will of the gods. He even thought of calling back his men rather than lose his favored child, but in the end, his duty outweighed his paternal bonds. He developed a plan with the cunning trickster Odysseus to bring the child to Mycenae so that she might marry the doomed Achilles. But when they arrived to Aulus, the girl was taken from her mother and placed on an altar to Artemis. Calchas, readied, ready for blood, took his knife into the air. But before he could deliver the mortal blow, Artemis herself came down and rescued the child and brought her to her temple to become her favored priestess. Left in her place was a fawn. The wind turned to favor the ships in their journey, and the men went off to seek their fate in Ilium.
0: Ooh. That's great.
1: I love how many of these myths that we've done that are like the setup to Troy,
0: <laughs> and that's it. That's that's really what this is about. And that's I'm not going to rehash a lot because it's it's a lot of what I've said before. We we've done an episode on Troy, um, that was a lot of fun. I remember, and we've done uh, we did oh, we did one other one that was really connected to it as well. But yeah, that's that's really what this kind of boils down to. And what I love about whenever we talk about anything, Troy, it's it's like, it's like talking about like Marvel comics today. I made this uh, connection before, but like for the ancient Greeks, because it's like this—it's so ingrained in their society, and there's this history. And it's like, oh yeah, the Trojan War, and then this happened. And it's like, yeah, Spider-Man—he got up with the spider and his uncle, and great power, <laughs> great responsibility. You know, it's it's like it's a—it's fictional, but it has such like a strict. Way of like this is what happened. This is how it is, and and especially for Troy, because everyone and their mom tries to draw ties to Troy and their societies uh, to Troy, like in the weirdest ways, which we've also talked about. So, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun though. What's cool? So when looking up this, I, I had never heard of it, uh A lot of the questions like that Google kind of puts that people ask is like, is she a goddess? Um, is she divine in that way? No, she's not. But she's important because she's a priestess of uh, Artemis specifically. And her dumb old dad had to go and kill one of the heavenly holy stags of Artemis. And, and that kind of causes grief. And it's, it's really cool because this set off like a trope, uh, a mythology trope of, uh, of, of like a, a leader having to sacrifice his daughter. With like a you know he, he's he's very stern and he's like I must do this to, to do this to win and then as the you know the wife is grieving and crying uh, that this has to happen yeah, I I love when I was looking it up there's um, do you know the website Quora the the question website yeah there's a they have a section actually called the Theoi um, like Theoi and it's it's uh, it says that it's a space uh, about the Greek gods for your learning benefit and this person Colby Stockton wrote a great little write up like just sort of a modern vernacular write-up of Iphigenia. And it starts off with this. I'll quote what they're saying. This is Colby on Quora's uh, The Theoi section. Iphigenia had the major misfortune of being born into one of the most dysfunctional families of her time, daughter of one of the worst men to have ever managed to gain immortality by way of the storyteller. Her father was Agamemnon, So her mother was uh, uh, Clytemnestra. Nestra, a uh, bat uh, crazy <laughs> queen to Agamemnon's foolishness. So I, I loved like they, they really like narrow it down, uh, and it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'll try and include it in the notes here because it's, it's a fun little read. Because it is, it, it continues on uh, beyond this. But um, I did try to look through Theoi. There was a what they showed me was a, a really pretty uh, Roman fresco painting from the first century A.D. So it was, it was Roman. It says that it's from the Imperial Roman period. And it's it's basically the the scene in a nutshell where um, the queen's like crying. Agamemnon's like, I, I guess. And then two soldiers are carrying her. But you see Artemis above and there's a stag coming out. And the description says that the stag is coming out uh, to substitute as a sacrifice for the girl. And I'm like, we didn't, isn't that how we started? This whole mess? What's <laughs> right. like, no, don't kill her. Take this stag. Wait, well, hold up. Hold up. Killing a stag. So is you lost st-. two of your yeah. stags? She's like, wait, no, my girl's too good. Never mind. Um, yeah, that's one thing, though. Like, the cult of Iphigenia is now atta- – well, the- it's attached to the cult of Artemis, which, which, is, which is important. That's how the religions really worked back then. Uh, and it's funny. I It always happens in June. I start reading this book or listening to the audiobook by Lars Brownworth, Lost to the West, about the Byzantine Empire. And one important part that he talks about is the fall of the pagan religions and the rise of Christianity and, he, and one thing he, he puts out that I, I always love is he's saying how Christianity is so appealing because it's one God there's there's no there's there's hundreds of cults there's you know it's so confusing like but it's just like one God we got this so but that's how important the cults were back then depending on where you were. In the uh, you know the Greek hemisphere or the Roman hemisphere, there are all these different ways of of doing it. But Artemis, goddess of the hunt, really important in general, and and the tale of Iphigenia, it goes, it's as old as any other story. It was in Homer's work. That's really the baseboard. That tells us uh, how old it is. Remember Homer, um, this was like uh, anywhere around 800 B.C. to 1200 even, as late as. Ever since then, we do have like Euripides, who you use as a source, uh, excellent playwright um, in the 400s B.C. A few hundred years after Homer, we get these really sh- like straightforward plays that are specifically about her. And that keeps happening for the next 1500 1700 years as people take you know there was a movie made in 2017 what's it called the killing of a sacred deer uh is a 2017 film directed by yorgos lanthimos it's not it's a it's a takes inspiration from the legend and so people uh and there was of course operas named after her and and it is it's it's she's she's super devoted to this cult of artemis um she's sort of unfairly you know it's unfair Her, her dad's a total jerk wad and she shouldn't have to pay for this, but she she willingly does. She's like, no, we, we have offended her. I'll, you know, I, I must sacrifice my soul. So it's really cool to see this uh, trope kind of get born. I'll note, it or I'll note, I don't know how far you got into Game of Thrones if you did. You didn't watch it, did you?
1: I did watch it, and I got to the episode, The Battle of the Bastards, and I didn't watch that episode. Oh. It apparently it was really good. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough. There's I, a, I, I didn't watch that episode.
0: I'll know. Don't worry about watching Game of Thrones because the ending's so bad. But um, there's a there's there's an interesting part though where uh, a, a king has to give up his daughter essentially, or thinks he does, and he does. Um, and it's it's essentially kind of the same story. He, he's doing it to appease a god. He does get some help, but it's all for naught. In the end, he ends up losing anyway. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, it's terrible. In the in the <laughs> end, in the end, it's terrible. But yeah, that's that's really it in a nutshell. I would really encourage you to look back at our Troy episode. I'm trying to remember. There was one other one that we kind of touched on it too, but the Troy episode is really specific on it, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's just wild. Like I said, this is like mythology within mythology in a way. Um, oh, Paris. Didn't we talk about Paris? or The Judgment
1: of Paris, judgment and we also Paris. talked about um, something the else. Roman hero. Why can't I think of his name? Aeneas.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. And, yeah, those are those are two – you know, direct, <laughs> direct DVD spinoffs. Um, those are, yeah, two direct spinoff of of the Troy uh, Trojan stuff, you know, in the judgment of Paris, like Paris is like one-to-one talking with gods, like, like they're just chilling. So like so the Trojans were super important. It, it's, it's just kind of crazy how, how the, these civilian mortal Trojans were so darn important um, when it comes to these, these histories, but it was, it, it was incredibly important. So Yeah. Uh, in a nutshell, Homer is is where we get Iphigenia from. That's that's the beginning source. But of course, the story of the Trojans is even deeper than that in Greek history. So hundreds uh, of, of centuries into the B.C.s is where we're at as far as the story goes. It was always important even to the Roman imperialistic times. They kept talking about her. It was a, a wonderful trope. Tons of plays were done just about her in the age of antiquity and the Roman Empire And we saw uh, kind of in the same, like, through the Renaissance and then uh, into modern times, we would see operas, tons of movie adaptations and things like that. So it's really, really cool to see this evolution and how people really, like, stuck to her. One, like, little note. uh, There's a couple things in um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Antoninus Liberalis. uh, He actually wrote a metamorphosis. Um, he was from 100 AD, and in his text, he calls uh, Iphigenia the daughter of Theseus and Helen, raised by Clytemnestra, that one, the queen. Clytemnestra. There you go. So, um, and, and there was also, there's this, uh, there's references to someone, Iph- Iphianasa, which is speculated to be um, a name that could be another name for her. Um, it maybe the Wikipedia talks about it being a, an older variant of Iphigenia, but it, there are specific sections in the uh, classic texts where they definitely don't take her as the same person. Where they they specify that these are different people. It, it it's kind of interesting there, but there's this kind of debate on if. It's the same or different, an older name or a different way of kind of saying the name. But and then there's this idea as well that she could be a, you know, have a deeper connection by being um, the daughter of Theseus and Helen and was just raised by uh, Agamemnon, which would be which would be wild if she was because she was the Agamemnon conquered Troy. Wasn't he Spartan, right? King of the Spartans.
1: Clytemnestro was Spartan. I don't.
0: Or his yeah. brother, or Agamemnon's brother, was the king of the Spartans. Anyway, yeah, it, it, so it would be bring. So if she was the daughter of Helen, that would be really interesting as far as kind of how that goes, the the workarounds. But yeah, so um, really, really fun story here. I, I liked it a lot. Cami, thank you for your write up on that. That was a really good way to read it too. It's
1: thank you for your research. yeah. No,
0: absolutely. Yeah, this this is a fun one. It's it's uh, such an important little blimp. I mean, how many episodes are we gonna have that kind of direct to Troy? I never would have thought this. I never would have thought like I just thought it was the Trojan War and that was it. I never realized this once we started really re- getting into the show and looking up this stuff. So, uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Let us know what you think, David. Thanks for suggesting this ages ago. I'm, I'm kind of glad we didn't do it until now because I don't think I would have fully appreciated those connections. Um, if you haven't listened to the Troy episode, um, I'll link it and I'll put a link for it in our in the description here. Check it out. It was a lot of fun to talk about. We talk about the city itself there, there are like multi layers of the cities that would come over and over again on it and then some of the other kind of uh, fun stuff around that so uh, I think that covers it Cami do you have anything you'd like to add? I don't awesome well everyone let us know mystery at gmail.com you can directly get in touch with us we have our link tree in the description as well that takes you to all of our landing pages and social media all that fun stuff um, otherwise we'll see you next time
1: oh Ooh.